Hey you, thank you for joining me for episode number 161 of Better Regulate Than Never. Well, this whole month of October, I always get excited about scary movies. (laughs) I love scary movies and a lot of different channels show a lot of scary movies during October. And I realized that my one of my episodes at the end of the month is going to come out on Halloween. So I started thinking about what are some, you know, what would that episode be about thinking about scary or just that whole theme of things. And then I started thinking maybe I could do more like just the whole month of October, like channels do with, with shows. So this week is the episode is about the dark side of social media. I've been doing a digital wellness video series for a company that I work for. And I started thinking, you know, this is really good information for everyone to have. And sometimes I think, oh, Gen Z especially has probably heard over and over about internet safety because their whole lives they've had the internet and they've their whole lives screen time has been analyzed and all that. But I, I never think it hurts to talk about this topic, even for adults, because I know plenty of adults who seem to be addicted to devices or social media or use it too much. I am one of those. I'm not, I don't think I'm addicted to it, but I sometimes use it too much. And just this last week, I didn't have a lot of internet access where I was. And it was kind of nice to not worry about my phone so much and just enjoy my surroundings and what I was doing. So it's perfect for this week to talk about the dark side of social media. The world uses social media and devices, we can't get away from it. And that's fine. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong. There's amazing things that social media devices technology does. But just like with everything, we need to have moderation you know, we don't want to eat too much, we don't want to drink too much, we don't want to exercise too much, and we don't want to use social media or devices too much. One study that I read says that the average individual spends 135 minutes a day on social networking sites. And obviously, for some, that's going to be nothing. And for others, that's quite a bit of time. But I would say that I know that I spend a lot of a lot more time on those sites than I really realize. And you can track that on your phone or computer or iPad. If if you want to know like how much time you're spending on those, and it's probably a great thing to do. And we're actually going to talk about that in a minute. So this episode is not about how terrible social media is or devices and that you shouldn't be doing it. But I do want you to think about how are you using it. And I want to remind you of some of those kind of pitfalls on the dark side of what happens when you're using a lot of social media. I just want you to be thinking about it. So what the very the main thing that i'm seeing when i look at studies and what people are seeing with social media and young people is that it is affecting people's mental health and mental health has been declining for young people for a while but i do think that social media and devices has a lot to do with it because we are looking 
at constantly we are seeing people's highlight reels of their lives and filtered pictures of people. And we were seeing that in magazines back in the day. And I think that's a lot of times where body image issues come from, from women, even before social media came around. But a magazine, you weren't sitting around looking at a magazine all day long, or you weren't sitting around watching TV all day long because you had other things to do. You didn't, you weren't carrying around this thing with you constantly. And I feel like we spend a lot of time looking, scrolling through, seeing what our celebrities are doing, influencers, and then also just our friends and family. I'm noticing that my hair looks really weird in this video. Anyway, I want you to, to think about how often you are looking at filtered pictures. And then when we see that so often, or we see people's amazing trips, or we see how happy their family looks or whatever, or their house looks amazing, we start thinking, oh, there's something wrong with us, or I don't have that, or I'm not as beautiful as them, or I'm, you know, there's something wrong with me or whatever. And so I do think that that has affected people's mental health And we don't think about it because we're just, we're seeing it so often that we don't realize how much that's affecting how we feel about things. Then just being on social media, our chances, especially as a young person, I don't, I don't notice this so much for myself because this isn't how I interact with people as much, but being cyber bullied, I working in a school system as many years as I did kids were constantly being bullied or treated badly in some way through social media. And so because this is like such a, a staple in a young person's life, having this phone and having access to all this stuff, their chances of being cyber bullied are probably almost a hundred percent at some point and, or seeing it happening to other people. And that can also affect your mental health when you're seeing people being treated badly. Maybe you're the target or even just, just being sort of a bystander and all of that. And then our physical health is affected because for one, just the, the act of looking at your phone or being on a device of some kind, whether you're playing video games or binge watching Netflix or any of the things that you do on devices or with social media, you're not exercising, you're not moving your body. Now there were, there was a time, and I'm sure that this may still be going on, but there was a time when there were active video games where you had to actually be doing something to make the the characters in the video game work. And I think that was a great way of getting people more active and making it more fun. But I would say the majority of what we're doing on social media, we're not being active with ourselves. And so, so that part affects our physical health. And then we're also not, our eyes are being strained. So that can be a problem. Our necks are usually down because we're looking at something. And so there's a lot more neck pain and back pain associated with using social media a lot. And I would guess if you're, you know, just binge watching things or doing a lot of hours of video games, there's a lot of tension in your body that doesn't get, get removed by moving around and doing things. We also see that sleep is affected. So 
because people are playing video games too long or binge watching things or just looking at their phones late into the night or maybe getting involved in some kind of conflicts late into the night on these devices, then they're not sleeping and or not getting to sleep at a good time. And so not sleeping affects our physical health. And also we see academic performance and work performance going down because I'm sure you've looked around at your classmates and seen them being on their phones instead of paying attention to the teacher. Or if you work, you've probably seen coworkers and hopefully not your boss, but that could be the case too if your boss is a younger person or maybe if they just seem to be addicted to to devices being on their phone instead of doing the performance at work that they should be doing. And I think young people probably get in trouble a lot at work about phone usage. And there may be some rules about them at your work. Some schools have rules about when you can use your phone. And I know when I was working in a school, we didn't say that people couldn't have their phones, but there were certain times in the day, like if the teacher was lecturing, they weren't supposed to have their phone out. But I know that it was a constant battle trying to get people to get off their phones and kids would find ways to hide them or they would wear hoodies so that they had their earphones in that and people couldn't see. So they really weren't listening to the teacher. So there was like a lot of things that were going on where people were trying to go around the rules. But if you're doing that, then that can affect your school performance, your work performance. Your relationships can suffer because if you are spending all your time on a device, you're not connecting with other humans in a healthy way. I know that you do connect with people when you, maybe if you're playing video games and you have the headset and you're talking to people, and that's not all bad, but that is not the only way to respond to other humans in a relationship. And you need to have some time where devices are not part of it, where you actually have face-to-face attention to someone else. And you need to be paying attention to your parents and siblings too, (laughs) sometimes. And I know you don't want to, but just staying in your room on devices is not a healthy way to have a great relationship with your family and your siblings. We also can be exposed to content, not only that is annoying, which is what I find most of the time, like someone having a fight with someone else and you, you know, you're exposed to that because you're seeing the words of, you know, people yelling at each other about something, people posting things that are against your values or against what your views are on things. And, you know, I'm fine that people can say whatever they want to say. That's great. But I am exposed to a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have been exposed to because I'm scrolling and I see stuff and I'm like, really? (laughs) And I noticed on TikTok, I love to look at TikTok and I love like dance videos, baby videos, cat videos, oh, makeup tutorials, or like people who show like fashion things like how to tie something or how to wear something a certain way. I love all that. But as you're looking through that, then all of a sudden, here's this weird TikTok live of somebody fighting with people or just really weird things. And I wouldn't be exposed to that if I wasn't on social media. And so, and I'm sure that it's probably easy to get sucked into some of those things. 
And then not only just annoying or weird things, but there's also obscene material, sexual material. And I know that most of the young people that I talk to, and I'm so sad about this, but most of them say that at some point they've either been solicited to send nude photos of themselves to someone or someone sends them a nude photo when they didn't ask for it. And so now you have pornography on your phone and you didn't even, you didn't even ask for it or you didn't want it to be there. And just, this is probably a whole nother episode I need to have, but if you have a nude photo of yourself or other people on your phone and those people, any of them are under 18, that is child pornography and that is illegal. And I know that it's kind of a thing sometimes where someone will send a nude photo and then people send it on to other people like as a joke or, oh my gosh, look at this. Or did you know this person was doing this? And that is you then trafficking. I don't know what I didn't look this up, this word up ahead of time, but like you are, you are sending child pornography around and it is a serious offense. And I think sometimes we, well, I didn't think this because I, this wasn't me when I was younger because we didn't have this technology, but I think young people think, well, that person chose to send the picture. So then I can just send it to whoever because that's their problem because they did it. But it, you would still get in trouble for having it. So you need to be really careful about that. And it is not, even though people sometimes send them and then later they're like, oh, I'm going to delete that. You have no control over what happens to things that you send anywhere, post any post or pictures or anything that you send to people. Even if you delete them, they could have already been screenshotted by somebody, saved on someone's phone, sent around to other people. You have no control over any of that. And so you have to be really careful because even if the person you're sending that stuff to is your boyfriend or somebody that you are in a relationship with, you may not always be in a relationship with that person and they now have access to things that they could use to hurt you. So just be really careful about what you're doing with that. But like I said, I think that could probably be a whole episode in itself. There are also lots of scams and fake news stories and things that get circulated around and kind of get people wrapped up or involved in things that end up being hurtful. And I used to think that it was older people that were getting scammed because we weren't used to, we aren't digital natives, we aren't used to using technology and that we were the ones that were getting mixed up in it. But studies show that actually Gen Z are the, is the group that is getting, they're three times more likely to be caught up in some online scam and twice as likely to have their social media account hacked. And I would not have realized that. And I think what they're kind of thinking is what, why that is, because they are the smartest about digital media of all the groups. It's that they're so used to it because it's been around since they were born. They don't think about it. Also, that schools are not teaching internet safety well enough, or they're not teaching it in a way that Gen Z cares about, so they're not thinking about it. And also, because Gen Z has always had access to technology, they're going to choose convenience over safety. And so I thought that was 
it totally makes sense. I sometimes feel like I choose convenience over safety, though I'm trying to think if I've had my account hacked. I don't know if that has happened, but I have accidentally gotten involved in scams because it looked really good. And then I realized later I bought some, well, I didn't buy because I never got them, but Facebook had an ad. I had been looking for these kind of deck chairs for my by my pool. And they all the ones that I originally saw were so expensive. And I wanted a certain type of chair. And this ad came up and the chairs were really cheap. And it was so stupid on my part. Like I should have known that there's no way that the it was like get two chairs exactly the way I wanted for super cheap. And I did it. And it was a scam. And I didn't I'm out that money because even though I did it through PayPal and so I contacted them, they said the people that did it were really smart in how they were doing it. And they did some sort of receipt where they showed that it was shipped and delivered to my house. And so because it was kind of weird, but because it said it was delivered, PayPal couldn't refund my money because they said it was delivered. And I, you know, and I don't, other than like, I don't have these chairs, I can't prove because I got this receipt saying they were delivered, even though they weren't. So kind of a (laughs) side note, but so scams are out there and people get scammed a lot, but I was, you know, Gen Z being three times more likely. And I think it's just because they're on it more and they, they trust it more because it's just part of their life. I think older people, even though we do get involved in the scams, I always am like questioning a lot of things on the internet where maybe young younger people aren't questioning everything. So one of the ways that I want you to kind of start looking at having this balance of in your life between how much you're on social media and then when you're turning it off and doing something different is just for three days, observe how much you are using it, like just maybe make tallies or every time you pick up your phone or binge watch something or play video games, just keep track of like what time was it when you started and what time was it when you were done just to kind of give yourself an idea of how much am I using. And again, like I said earlier, there are some apps that will track that for you. So you don't have to pay that much attention to it. But I do think that you should just sort of have like a baseline, like how much am I using it? And then after those three days of just just being curious, being like a scientist, hmm, I wonder how much I use, or in what ways am I using it? Then decide where are some of the places that I could maybe cut out some of that, where I can actually interact with someone else, like face to face. Maybe I'm going to go out in nature and walk around a little bit. Maybe I'm going to play an instrument or bake a cake or do something else that doesn't have to do with being online or reading a paper book, (laughs) something that is just not what you when you don't use social media or devices as much, you have this open time to do other things. So just try it, just see. And also look at how you're using social media and devices. Are you just consuming where and scrolling and just like sitting there paying attention to something? Or are you creating using technology? I think technology is amazing. I've loved 
every, I, I try to keep up with it as best I can and learn new things and create things with it, like creating this podcast, creating videos for my YouTube, creating worksheets and workbooks for my clients or, you know, whatever, all these things that you can do with it. Are you creating and something that can help the world or even just help yourself? Or are you just consuming? So look at both of those things and just ask yourself some questions about it. And where can you have more of a balance? Where can it be 50% doing stuff on social media, 50% not on any devices? Or how can you do 50% consuming, but 50% being creative with technology? So just think about how that can work in your life because you do need to have a balance about it. And I know that's hard. And I'm also going to link a video in the show notes that I watched recently that I really was fascinated by. And they did a social media fast. And if you know what the word fast means, it means that you just cut it out completely. And they did seven days. Now I, even me, could not do seven days without social media or seven days without being on a device. But it was fascinating what these kids said, because it was all teens who did this. And I loved the things that they realized about themselves when they weren't on it for seven days. So just watch the video just to give yourself some ideas of what would it be like if I didn't use social media as much? Because again, I'm not telling you to do the seven day fast. Though, if you think you can do it, I would love to hear what you think about it or what happened to you when you did it. Uh, Or even if you cut down, what new things have you tried or what things have you created that you wouldn't have if you were just on your device all the time? So think about that. Now, if you know someone who should hear this or see this, please share this episode with them. There's a share button on YouTube, and there's also a share button wherever you listen to podcasts where you can just share it in a text or share it in an email or however, share it in a Facebook message to let other people know about this episode or any of my other episodes that maybe have been important to you. And if you got a lot out of this and felt like I really, this was really an episode I needed to hear or think about, then subscribe to my YouTube channel or subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to them or review it so that, because reviews are what pushes podcasts out to more people. And I think subscribing on YouTube is going to like recommend my videos to more people. And I just want more people to have this information. This is my creation in the world. This is me contributing to my community and my world. And I want more people to know about it. So that's the best way that you can help me in all those areas. And I just think that a lot of Gen Z people, especially don't know how this information could really help them. And I want more people to be aware of it, to to see that, oh, that is helpful. And I do have more control over my life. And I do feel better because I'm being really intentional about things. So I just want to make sure that all young people are feeling good about themselves and having their best lives. I'll talk to you soon.